I don't need anyone to agree or believe me. Like, it's my experience. Yet, I feel like part of why I'm here is to help people reconnect with the God within them. Right? It's like meeting the parts of ourselves that hurt, feeling, allowing the energy to move so that we can clear, 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 transmute, heal, alchemize, so that we can open our channels up, which allows us to unlock our soul gifts, which allows us to shine who we are, which allows, for example, me to be having this conversation from this grounded place of like, this is who I am. Like, who are you? What does your connection to God look like? What does your connection with your divinity look like? Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart-centered guest experts will be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Hello. I'm very proud of myself because I'm getting better at this, soul fam. I tested (laughs) this audio before starting and my mic was off. So I would have been not a happy camper if I would have recorded a whole episode and no sound would have come through. So I'm learning, right? This is how we create mastery, failing forward. I am very pumped for this episode and I'm recording this a little bit later in the week because I was in the middle of editing. I have nothing prepared per usual, but I did take a couple of notes because the synchronicities that are happening this week are blowing my mind and it's just so fun to sh- to kind of share how all of this is kind of unfurling. All right, so where do I want to start? Well, the the podcast episode that I was editing from sometime in early 2021 was a 15-minute video about spiritual wellness. And it was essentially me coming out of my spiritual closet to my Facebook community. And at the time, I think the group was called the Living Well Collective. I can't even remember, but I was still in my consultant-based wellness brand and, you know, like moving from this holistic wellness space. And as I've mentioned in previous podcast podcast episodes, right? It was like, oh, physical body. Oh, energy body. Oh, ethereal body. Like I was just like, oh, mental body, emotional body. Oh, you know, it's like as my healing journey continued to evolve, so did my 
level of understanding of like, oh, there's more, ooh, deeper, ooh, there's more layers. And so I was kind of excited to share this little celebratory, like, oh my gosh, look how far I've come. And also just to kind of, you know, some of the revelations that I've had recently is it's like, there is no spiritual closet, right? That's an illusion. Because this is really about dissolving our masks and the conditioning, right? Like moving through and and meeting the, the ouchies, <laughs> meeting the parts of ourself that like, you know, have created the armor and the masks and the closet, like where we hide. And so, oh, wow, that it was just such a, again, like, holy crap, this is moving really quickly. That woman was so afraid to even come out of her quote unquote spiritual closet, which is really like the box that she created for her safety. And now, you know, look how far she's come. So anyway, I was in the middle of editing that. And then I had remembered after looking on my calendar that this company called the Inspiration Co. I'm not going to get too into it because I'm, I'll am i be sharing a little bit more in the actual episode. But just to kind of give you the sequence of events, this company reached out to me, this faith-based company, immediately went on the website, noticed that they are from my hometown um, of South Florida on the East Coast of Florida. And there was just faith-based messaging love-based messaging. And I loved, it was like the intersection of like true Gnostic teachings, right? Like feeling direct connection with God without the institution. And I was like, ooh, I found my people, right? Because, you know, honestly, several months ago, if a company like this would have reached out, I would have been like, yeah, I know that's not my people because I was still healing. I was still healing my relationship with, and that's what this, you know, this episode's about. My relationship with Father God, right? He, Father, Yeshua, the church, and religious institutions. And really, these are just archetypes, right? Of like, just patriarchal wounding, or just like, yeah, just any time that um, there was persecution, or judgment, or shame, or control, right? Like, these are literally like, parts of our world, parts of our parts of the collective where, you know, like there's still ongoing wars, right? Related to needing to be right. You're wrong. You're right. You're going to heaven. You're going to hell. You need to, if you don't believe this, right? And we're moving from morality, which I believe existed at a time when, you know, geographically, right? It's like, if you think about morality, it's, it's really based on culturally kind of where you grow up right and now we're moving from like morality to consciousness as right we're, we're connected more on a global level we have access in ways we never had access before so anyways I was like oh yeah I got to do this post and share and I was really excited to do it and as I was in the middle of editing the episode I was gonna share with you all I just was like oh my gosh it's time to share it's time to share this, like how I healed my relationship with, you know, like all of these archetypes, like, and, and, and all of the, yeah, they're really archetypes, right? It's like, what does the church represent to you? Like, what does Father God represent to you, right? And it's different for all of us. And we all have very different experiences around, um, you know, what that means for us. So I went live in my Facebook group, and that is actually the episode that you'll be hearing. It's only from was it just yesterday? <laughs> I think it was just yesterday. And 
oh my gosh, I feel so much lighter. I feel so much lighter. And because I'm doing the work and coming home to who, like my authentic essence, like who I really am, it's becoming easier to share. Like I really don't need anyone. I don't need anyone's approval. And and their opinion really doesn't matter because it's like, well, you're, it's my experience. Like you're not, I'm not expecting people to understand, but I really just want to be this like white, like this stake in the ground of permission, like handing you a permission slip to discover your connection with, again, fill in the blank, whatever we want to call this universally loving presence, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Like that's what it is. And what's so funny is after I got off, so anyway, I, ha- I had been feeling whenever I connect with the energy of Yeshua, I, I, it was kept getting these impulses to sh- like share this, share this, the world needs this. And I was afraid. And it was honestly since, it's, it's honestly since December of last year that I started getting these impulses. So right, it's about 10 months later now as you're listening to this recording. And it's like, yeah, it's okay. I'm allowed to take 10 months, right? Like I was still clearing and moving through some things. And anyways, so (laughs) I feel like I'm just completely letting it all hang out today. So that happened. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the episode that I really should share. Like this is what I'm feeling called to share, not the other one, which I will eventually share that one, too. So I decided to like can the other one, postpone that one and share what's alive for me in this moment during this week. So I'm sure I've shared this with you. If you're connected with me in any form or fashion, you know that I use music and frequency in my work. And I've always had this connection with music. And in the mornings, right, like when we're in that alpha state, when we're in that liminal space, I sometimes will wake up in the middle of the night with songs in my head or I'll wake up literally singing songs. And there's been two really cool mystical experiences. For some reason, I feel like sharing the, um, <laughs> and I'm just, I don't know. I feel like I'm high on life right now. I, I feel like a little schoolgirl that just wants to tell you everything. Probably because I have so much capacity inside me now. of like, oh, I'm free, <laughs> right? Like the weight lifted off of my shoulders of being like, I love Jesus and I pray to the goddess and I dance and I do ceremony and ritual and I sage my house and I read scripture and I have a Bible by my bed and I have a Buddha in my backyard and I pray to whoever I feel connected with in that moment. Like, that just feels so good because I felt like I couldn't share that for so long because of the box that society puts us in. So the two mystical, I've had a lot of mystical experiences related to songs. I wake up singing songs, honestly, quite regularly. But I got to tell you two of them. <laughs> and I'll tell you the first one that happened a few months back. So, and I'm, I don't want to say I'm a terrible singer, but I'm a terrible singer. So I'm not going to quit my day job. But the song, It's a Beautiful Morning, that song came so loud in my head one morning. And it was a weekend morning. And I was singing it and then I put it on my Spotify and my husband's, he's used to that. He's used to being like, all right, what song did you get today from God? And I was like, oh, we got to make brunch. And that song, and I think the lyrics are like, 
I think I'll step outside for a while. And I opened the slider and it was just a beautiful morning. And we cooked this big brunch and had a really slow moving, slow morning of presents. And we were dancing to that song while cooking breakfast, my husband and I, like dancing around the kitchen. And I shit you not, my dad <laughs> texts me in the middle of dancing in the kitchen. It's a beautiful morning with like 10 emojis or something. <laughs> and obviously I talk to my dad every day. We text, but like I don't hear from him first thing in the morning. Like, and he said, it's a beautiful morning, which were the lyrics that I woke up singing and was in the middle of having this experience. And I called my dad immediately and was like, you won't believe what just happened. And Chad, my husband was shocked too, right? Because it's like, you cannot make this up when these mystical experiences happen. So that was like, I don't know, a couple months back. So then there was a song about a week or two ago. Oh my gosh, I, th I think I'm going to mess up the beat. I listened to the song before this episode, but now I have the It's a Beautiful Morning stuck in my head. Oh wait, I think I got it. So the other morning I woke up with the resonance, the tune in my head, but I had zero words. And okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like hum it for a second. Let me see if I can remember. Okay. <laughs> Again, not quitting my day job. Okay. I'm going to give you a moment because I think it'd be fun if you're like, I know it. Okay, so. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is hilarious. So I woke up with that and I was like, what is this? What is this? And I like knew it was from, I was like, it's either from the 60s, 70s or 80s. Like it's not a new song. It's a woman. And like she has a very unique voice. And I, I was like humming it, hemming it, hemming it a word. I was doing my best to ask everyone in my life, like, do you know this? Would like, have you heard this? I would literally call people and leave voicemails and sing it and be like, do you know this song? which cracks me up because I feel like this is how it used to be before we had Google at our fingertips. <laughs> but trust me, I tried to Google. Chad, my husband, even said, try to Shazam it. I'm like, Shazam me humming it? And he's like, I don't know. I tried everything and we were just dying laughing. So finally, after, I don't know, maybe three days of me going insane, <laughs> trying to find this dang song. I was going through old vinyls <laughs> records and I was like, oh, Jefferson Airplane, like this sounds kind of like the vibe. It was driving me crazy. So finally, I was like, all right. I don't even know what, I think I just was like, okay, higher self. Like I'm like all of my, my spirit team, like of the highest white light, whoever is listening, I'm like, I will let this go. <laughs> if you promise me, and I will not be attached to the timeline if you promise me that you will hand deliver this song to me on a silver platter at some point. Like, I will let it go. I will stop trying to find it. I will stop trying to ask everybody and Google and like force my way into figuring out what this song is if you just give it to me. And that's what I said. I said, this is what I will do if you will deliver this. So you ready for this? So as soon as I finish my 35-minute live in my Facebook group about how I yield my relationship with, you know, like all, you know, all these archetypes, <laughs> I am not even kidding you. I'm vibing high. I'm feeling good. I'm like, oh, wow. 
okay, like I'm celebrating myself, using my voice, showing up in my authentic expression, right? Like not needing anything from anyone. Although I will say that the engagement was so powerful and I can tell like this is what the humanity is craving, right? <laughs> and I go on my phone and I and like I go on my phone and I'm being guided to like go on my phone and then I never consume content anymore. I'm sorry if you're if you go on my Instagram, I've, I'm not I'm following zero people now on TikTok. I'm following zero people. Of course, I have my Facebook friends, but I I mute most stuff. Like I just and it's more because of my own my own like journey right now of of really quieting the noise, like the external and internal noise and not consuming like the the discernment of the consumption level has been a thing for me for a long time and Alyssa if you're listening to this my friend Alyssa that we were connecting I don't know about a couple of weeks ago and I was like yeah she was going to send me something and I, I was like yeah I'm in this space right now of like not consuming and she's like you've been saying that for a while she's like are you sure it's this space or is it just who you are <laughs> I'm like maybe it's who I am now like And I just feel, you know, and I don't have to explain myself anymore, right? It's like, I don't need to apologize for not looking at what other people are doing online, right? Like I'm trusting that if I'm meant to see something or I'm meant to hear something or, right? It's like the information will be revealed to me. The friend will call me, right? Like I will receive the information, the story, the experience, the like intuitive nudge, whatever, you know? So all of a sudden I get on Facebook and I see this um, green, this beautiful, like, oh my gosh, hunter green wall. I don't know. It just looks like this beautiful house, this finished carpentry kind of thing where you could tell they're doing like interior work. (laughs) And so I'm like, ooh, what is that? (laughs) And I click it. Are you ready for this? It's the mother effing song but it's a remix like it was so subtle (laughs) gosh and I can't I I shazammed it I don't remember what the name of the remix was but you can always reach out to me if you want it because the remix was pretty badass and so are you ready okay so the song is running up that hill parentheses a deal with god by Kate Bush from 1985 and I played it for my husband yesterday and he was like I don't even know if I know this song he's like where do you come up with these things I'm like I don't come up with them I swear like they just come into my my field so I'm not going to get into like the meaning of the song for me but this is honestly how I this is one of the ways that I connect with my spirit guides my multidimensional family I receive songs and there's messages within the songs. And when I listen to the lyrics, it's like very clear what the message is for me. And and it helps me with the processing. It's just it's just supportive, right? It's like, yeah, right. I am supported. And that's just one of the ways that I receive guidance and clarity. So of course, that's why it was driving me insane that I was like, you give me the song, but then you don't give me the lyrics and like I mean, it honestly was probably only a couple of weeks, but if, and I, I forgot about it. I was like, I let it go. I let it go. I made my contract with spirit saying like, I'll let it go if you give it to me. And so it felt like that was spirit 
basically congratulating me and being like, see, you show up as your fullest expression. You use your voice, right? You shine who you are. And right, we co-create, right? You, you ask, like ask and you shall receive. All right, let me look at my notes here. Oh my gosh, I got through everything. So Kate Bush running up that hill, a deal with God. I've been listening to it on repeat ever since. And there's so many badass remixes, by the way. <laughs> so I've been jamming out to those too. I love you. I love you. I love you. This is like, oh yeah. Okay. How many episodes in are we? And I'm like, all right. I like talking about these. Like it's like ruffling feathers, right? Like, yeah, the edge walker, the polarity, the duality, like the conversations that make us sweat. <laughs> you know, that's kind of where I'm being, um, where I'm being pulled to. Alrighty. I love you so much and happy Eclipse Week. Mwah. Hello. All right. I'm recording. We're live. I believe I'm going to turn this into a podcast episode. It's just really fun how I followed the energy on this one. So I have no, I have nothing prepared <laughs> other than the impulse of uh, what's been coming through. And I'm going to, I think I'm going to work backwards here and share something that's been on my heart for a while. So, um, I've been in business for, I guess, about five years. And through that, I have a social media following and I get, you know, emails and messages all the time for like affiliates and for people, right, wanting me to represent their brand. And I've got a few affiliates. Um, obviously, Beauty Counter is still near and dear to my heart. Bloom Egyptian Fine Oils from the one and only Rima. I've got some others you know, like different supplement companies, adaptions, just different, just companies that I've vetted, that I use, that I like, know, and trust, and that I've created partnerships with because I share what I love. So I would say I get an influx of these messages every, I don't know, like a couple times a week. And for the most part, it's a no. Like, I look into it. I mean, a lot of times I can tell right off the bat that it's not an aligned fit, but this one company reached out to me and they're called the Inspiration Co. And I immediately checked out the website and I was like, okay, there's it's it's like a, a company with faith-based messaging. And I started to notice, like, okay, right. I've done a lot of healing around religion. I've done a lot of healing around indoctrination. I've done a lot of healing around the church. And I used to get really triggered because I used to feel like, and this is my own story. I used to feel like if I wasn't in this box that I was shamed or judged, like if I wasn't put in this box, if I didn't go to church, if I didn't read scripture, then, um, then I was put in a box and outcasted. And then there was like the new age community. And it was all this like witchy crystals and um, like circles and ceremony. And that felt yummy to me. Like I, I felt more like I could be more of myself. I felt more accepted. And I noticed that just growing up Catholic and getting all of my Catholic sacraments and 
just never feeling connected to God. I never felt growing up. I was like, I don't feel this and I don't believe this. And I just always felt like from a very young age that I never, I never did a good job, like having someone tell me what to think. (laughs) Like, I'm like, no, I don't feel this. So I don't believe like it was just always ingrained in me. Like, okay, but I don't feel this. So no, (laughs) like I'm only going to follow what I feel. And so I put like religion and church and Jesus and mother Mary and Mary Magdalene in this box. Like I was just like, no, that's not me. No, 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 no. And honestly, over the course of the last, I don't even know how long it's been a minute of me really healing my, like getting what's underneath that, getting, getting what's underneath the pain, getting, getting underneath like, right. Because it's like, the same like indoctrination that that judged me or that where I felt shame and judgment, like I began to to cause more separation and also shame and judge myself. Be like, oh yeah, that's not me. Oh yeah, I'm not that, right? Like, oh yeah, that's not my story. Oh yeah, yeah, no. no. And what I realized is there was places within me that I was banishing and that I was disowning. And I did a lot of work around healing my relationship with the church, religion, just my upbringing and like going, growing up in Catholic schools and getting all of my sacraments. And, and so anyways, I'm like kind of going all over the place. So it started with like literally this company reaching out to me. I have been connecting with, um, Yeshua. That's the name that I use for, you know, the ascended master archetype of Jesus. doesn't really matter what we call, what we call him in my opinion, but I've been getting a lot of guidance. Like when I keep connecting in and prayer and and meditation, like to share this part of my journey. And I've had so much fear around it, so much fear around it. And of course I have, <laughs> like, this is like, you know, there's literally wars still going on related to religion, right? It's like p- politics, religion, money, power, right? Like, um, anyways, so I'm like, okay, like, I'm just going to be with myself over this. So I have come to know Jesus. I've been like working with him. I've been connecting with him. I've been, you know, like doing it my way and and just being like, okay, what if my church is, is my body, right? Like, what if my prayer is in the form of dance and movement? Like, like, can I, can I just let go of the outside noise? And can I just be with myself and be like, I want to connect with this ascended master of pure Christ consciousness, of pure unconditional love, of pure protection. Like I'm getting emotions build up within me because I know the presence of him. I felt him within me. And it's through my own meeting the parts of myself that have so much wounding and so much, just so much wounding as so many of us do, and being with that and being in relationship with that and feeling the sensations and feeling the emotions and getting underneath, like what is underneath that? And what's underneath that? Like what's underneath what's going with what, what happened in my childhood around the church? Like what's underneath, you know, like just what lives in our DNA around like persecution of the church. And, and just again, like with my beliefs, I believe that we have, you know, we, we carry a lot ancestrally, epigenetically, we carry a lot from our soul. Like there's a lot, a lot going on in this body temple. 
And so I just kept going in and being like, Ooh, why do I feel this way? Ooh, why does this hurt? Ouchie, ouchie, ouchie. And I would just be present to it and with it and feel it. And I, then I just started being like, Hmm, okay. I don't really want to kneel and pray. I don't really want to go to church. Like who told me that it needed to be this way? Like who told me and taught me that I, that the only way that I could touch God and touch Jesus is only in this way. Oh, yay. People are listening. And so I'm like, so I just kind of started over. I'm like, this is what I do. I'm noticing I'm out of alignment. I'm feeling ickies. I'm feeling pull up impulse. And then I'm like, all right, how do I want to do this? And I literally would just dance my players, prayers. I would cry. I would sob in the baths. I would just sob and just like feel the emotions. And I started to feel things. I would call on Yeshua a lot when an Archangel Michael, when I felt like I just wanted protection, like when I felt like I just wanted to be held by the divine masculine presence, like I just would like, I could just feel this warmth around me. And I had one per- one experience in particular in December of last year where I, I felt Jesus, like I felt Jesus, I received messages. And the thing is, is it's like, I've been so afraid to share all of this <laughs> because it's different than most, right? It's like you either are so triggered by the church that you're not that or you're or it has to be this way and if you look at even like different facets of christianity right it's like yeah this is the only way if you don't believe in this you go to hell if you don't do it this way then you're a bad human and i'm like i thought only only god could judge us (laughs) like you know and so i just always felt like, what is this indoctrination? Like, you know, I grew up learning from Catholic school nuns, like what it means to be a good human. And I would see people just do things that were not kind and then go to church and repent and then do it again. Like literally minutes later, go back to being who they were. And I just always felt disconnected from that. And so what I just want to share is like, you know, religion is a, it's a sensitive subject and everything that I'm sharing in this moment is, is my experience. And I don't need you to believe me. I don't need you. I'm not trying to get you to come over here. What I'm, what I'm doing is I'm, I am hopefully opening up a container where you can be like, oh yeah, I can, I can, I can start. I can rebuild my foundation. Like I can connect in and feel again, because what I do know is that our connection with God source spirit, whatever we want to call it has been severed. And we are now at this event that's happening on the planet right now where people are starting to repair that connection with the God within. And the knowing is a felt experience through the portal of my heart. 
it's no longer through the mind, right? So it's like, okay, when I grew up, it was like, yep, this is what you have to do. You have to go to confession. You have to get your sacraments. If you do this, if you have sex before marriage and da, 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 right. And it's like bad, you're bad, you're wrong. You're going to hell. Right. And I'm like, no, 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 this is actually a form of control. So from like such a very young age, I'm like, hello, don't you realize they just want your money? Don't you realize that they're just trying to control you? Like nobody, like, like I have a direct connection with God. If I want to go to church because I feel closer to God, I get to do that, but I don't have to. If I want to pick up the Quran or the Bible, you know, it's like, or the Torah, just to see and feel, then I'm going to do that. But I don't have to. I get to experience the God within me. I get to experience God in a way that feels good for me, just like you get to do the same thing. And if that is, you know, it's like, I I can't judge and I can't say, like, if you grew up, like, in a very systematized, you know, religious upbringing and it works for you, then keep doing that, right? But if you have any sort of trauma or you or you feel disconnected or you feel disassociated, right? It's like, I want this message to give you the permission to, to do it your way to do it your way. And I had a client the other day who was like, you give me so much permission because you dance with the goddess and like you pray. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Like I dance around the circle with my sisters and I read scripture now because it helps me feel closer to myself. It helps me feel, it helps me understand more of me. It helps me open up my channels so that I can have more clarity. It helps me feel. And what I can tell you is it's in that healing of, you know, just the persecution, right? It's like, there is, there's like, I'm not from coming from a place of trauma anymore, but I I know what, like, I mean, what the church did, (laughs) I know, right? Like just coming in and, and, and taking over and literally like killing people and the like removing medicine women. Right. And saying like, you can't, you can't, you can't believe in these deities. Like there is only one God. You can't, right. It's like, no, no, you can't, you can't, it has to be this way. It has to be this way. It has to be this way. And so it's like, all of that lives inside of us. Right. Especially as women, like we're the intuitive ones. Like, of course we're going to dance around the fire, right? Of course we're going to call in the goddess, you know? And it's like, I just don't want to feel shame anymore for like praying to Buddha and (laughs) having a Bible by my bed, you know? And it's like, everything's just from a place of curiosity. And so I'm just kind of like going to my growth edges and And what I want to share is the, when this really opened up. So it's like, it just, I want to presence that. Oh, I love all the comments coming in. Thank you. I just really want to presence. Like I grew up Catholic, had all of my Catholic sacraments, like just never felt connected. And it's actually really funny though. (laughs) I, um, I remember. So anyway, I just like did it because you know, I was the good girl and my parents sent me to Catholic school and I did all the things and I learned all the things. And, 
I went to CCD after that because I eventually like finally asked my parents to take me out of Catholic school. And then I still, I did my first, whole, you know, my baptism, my first Holy Communion, my confirmation, all the things. And my mom used to bribe me at, to go to CCD with like treats and things. Like, it just was, I never felt connected because I felt like people were telling me what to think. And it was all in the mind. And I, and I was like, no, I've always just been such, such, such a sentient being and just wanting to feel and, and just noticing like how religion is such a place of polarity. It's like, if you don't believe this to a T you're wrong and like, no, you're not allowed into my world. And there's just so much separation that's created. So I'm hoping from this, right. It's like, I'm making it up as I go. And I don't need anyone to believe me. I don't need anybody to come to this side. I just want you to feel into like what feels good for you. So anyways, I had that part of my life, but I do want to share that I'm very curious about this and I'm still like in the process of trying to get underneath it. But I went to a church with my dad in Virginia. I was visiting my aunt at the time. She's no longer with us. And I went to church with my dad because he asked me to go and I went. And in this church, I don't remember a lot. I can't even remember how old I was, maybe 10. I could not see. So we went to kneel and pray. And I tapped my dad on the shoulder. I freaked out and I could not see. I opened my eyes. I could see nothing, like completely blind. <laughs> and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, dad, we got to get out of here. I'm having a, like a panic attack. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. We go outside and he sits with me and I finally get my vision back. At the time, I just was like, oh, I had some weird fluke thing. <laughs> my dad thought the same thing. And now I'm like, what was that? Like, what was that? Why did that happen? And I'm like in a, this curious aspect of it now. So then in, in college, my best friend transitioned. I had a really difficult time. She left one in one car. I left in another. And she ended up transitioning after having, you know, anyway, I don't need to get into all the details. And I was really struggling and my parents sent me to therapy and I was away at college and I was not, do I was like, could barely even make it to class. My parents sent me to traditional therapy and it was that same thing of like, I don't want to talk about it. I want to feel like I want to just, mm. I want to be able to process. I had all of these emotions and I felt like I couldn't I was so angry and I was had all these questions like, why her? Why not me? Like, where do we go when we die? Just like, you know, when our physical body dies and our eternal self, like, where do we go? And just all of these questions started just pouring through me. And I, so then Nikki's mom, my friend that transitions mom, she gave me many lives, many masters by Dr. Brian Weiss and the rest is history. I read the book. It helped me so much with my, my grieving process. I started to be like, oh, wow. Okay. Like this whole incarnation thing. I believe this. Mm, oh, this feels like truth in my body. This feels like truth in my body. Like, here we go. Here we go. And I grieved. And then I felt Nikki with me and I started to like have these mystical experiences in my early twenties and like the, the very wild part of me and like the adventurous type and like the feeling type kind of started to rekindle. And I started traveling and spreading her ashes all around the seven natural wonders of the world. And I just really started to blossom and come back to my authentic self. And then college happened and yada, yada, yada. 
And I kind of fell further and further from myself again. And I don't really need to get into all the details, but went back into like graduating with my engineering degree, getting, you know, hired by this reputable engineering firm, just burnout after burnout after burnout. And um, then I had a health crisis that brought me back to God again. Right. So it's like noticing and I almost drowned when I was two. So like noticing every decade of my life, I actually had like a near-death experience, had tragic loss of a loved one, had a health crisis. Like there's just been so many things that when I'm in it, it's like, I, I just have always wanted to feel like, I'm like, I just want to feel this and let the energy move me and allow what gets to be revealed, reveal itself. And through that, I'm healing and I can sense more sensation in my body, which is then open me up, opening me up to the subtle energetics and actually feeling God. And like, oh my gosh, that feels so liberating to say because I don't need anyone to agree or believe me. Like, it's my experience. Yet, I feel like part of why I'm here is to help people reconnect with the God within them. Right? It's like meeting the parts of ourselves that hurt, feeling, allowing the energy to move so that we can clear, 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 transmute, heal, alchemize so that we can open our channels up, which allows us to unlock our soul gifts, which allows us to shine who we are, which allows, for example, me to be having this conversation from this grounded place of like, this is who I am. Like, who are you? What does your connection to God look like? What does your connection with your divinity look like? What does your connection with Jesus look like? Or Buddha? or Kalima, or Isis, or Kuan Yin, or Green Tara, or Mother Mary, or Grandmother Anna, right? It's like, what is that? And now it's just so fun. It's so fun. I have like all of this access and I want that for the world because I'm just not afraid. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid of what's happening on the planet. It's like, okay, things are crumbling and being dismantled. And and the shadow is being illuminated so that, you know, we can create new systems from this place of connection, right? This is what it means to awaken that remembrance piece, like as we witness our own becoming. So that feels pretty good. I feel like I shared enough. But anyway, so getting back, circling back to this company. So I'm like, ooh, a faith-based company. And I'm like, oh, they're from Fort Lauderdale. And so the it's a couple that started this company. They're called the Inspiration Co. And these bracelets are called Inspire Me Bracelets. And this woman was like, I want to send you this bracelet after seeing my Instagram. And I'm wearing it right now. And I'm going to take it off and show you. And this is what I love. So this is from the Bible. This is scripture that says, oh, it might be kind of hard to see. God is within her. She will not fail. And I want to read why I said yes to, first of all, accepting this gift. 
and sharing it with all of you because this is authenticity. It's like, because I've been sharing more of who I am on social media and my spiritual path, right? You know, it's like, these are my people. And they've reached out to me and they're like, I want you to represent our brand. And I said, sure, send it. Like, I'll share it with my peeps, you know? So here's what it says, meaning behind the message. So the website's called inspirationco.com. This is a, a, a scripture piece. God is within her. She will not fail. So this is when I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to partner with you all because listen to what it says. Meaning behind the message of God is within her. She will not fail. When the part of you that is mortal intersects and combines with the part of you that is divine, you create ground zero for an explosion of self-confidence and self-esteem. When your body and spirit are truly in unity, there is an intersection of heaven and earth located in the middle of your heart, which is the fusion of God's presence with your own true self. When the lack and limitation of your flesh combines with the abundance and unlimited supply of God's spirit, you will achieve things beyond your natural abilities. You will accomplish the impossible. You will discover that your finite personality can take on God's infinite passion and potential. Wearing this bracelet reminds you every day that you are not alone. Wearing it represents God's courage when you are afraid and God's power when you feel weak. The blending of your personality with God's spirit takes time and patience. You will grow spiritually with God as you grow physically in this world. What does not turn water, sorry, wheat does not turn into bread instantly. The dough must have time to rise. Grapes turn into wine only after sitting and distilling in quiet solitude. Your transformation into a mighty woman of God will also take time and patience. Until then, the words on this bracelet will remind you that God is within you. You will not fail. <sighs> I mean, this is what I love because this is what I've been receiving. This is what I've been feeling. This is what I've been articulating and teaching. And it's like a new way of articulating our divinity, like there is no God outside of us. It's the intersection of self with our divinity, right? That allows us to be in relationship with the fractal of God that we are. So I freaking love this thing. And it's from scripture. And that's why I'm like, you know what? I, this is healing for me because me probably two years ago would have maybe not even given this company the time of day because I was in my wounding. And now I'm like, yeah, this feels resonant. Like what a world that we can dance with the goddess and read scripture, <laughs> you know, like, and everything, right. It's like, when I think about books and when I think about like any sort of teaching, right? It's like, all it's doing is supporting us and opening up the wisdom that already resides within us. So it's just, it's just providing, it's like the gateway, the access point. So this is a hundred percent stainless steel. And I got the rose gold because I loved it. And that is 18, 18 karat um, plated rose gold. And then what I love is all of the stones are crystals, geodes. So they have all of these different stone options. 
like rose quartz and amethyst and jade and tiger eye and jasper. And then there's all these different engraving options. Some of them aren't, they have a, they have a love collection, a hope collection and a faith collection. So of course, um, mine is from the faith collection and they have all these options. And I just, um, it just feels like, yeah, I stand behind this company, right? Because it's, it's like, yeah, it gets to look a little bit different. It's like, and I love that it's like a little mantra affirmation on my list, like on my wrist. This reminds me that God is within me, right? And like, I get to do this my way and I get to feel and I get to be with myself and I get to be that beacon of light and hope for others and show people what's possible. And again, just being so solid in, in the truth of who I am that like expressing in this way and also being in so much gratitude that what a time to be alive on the planet that I can actually talk like this and communicate and express, right? And be who I am and be that beacon of hope. I'm just so grateful because this is a time on the planet that it's safe for me to express this way. And I'm just excited that, you know, I get to support people in this. So essentially, let me look here. So the website's inspired or inspirationco.com. I'll send the link to the exact bracelet that I got. But from now until the 27th, I have a promo code. Oh, what's the promo code? Lindsay 20 and you get 20% off and there's a ton of different options. So again, mine's the bamboo agate. God is within her. She will not fail. And I don't know. It's just kind of like a fun little reminder. I really just want to support brands, movements, people, beings, humanitarians that are, you know, walking the road less traveled and, you know, doing things a little bit differently and, and going there. Right. And, and kind of ruffling feathers and being like, yeah, you can do both. You can be both. Yeah. Like God is inside of you. Right. And we are human and we are flawed and we are magnificent and we are brilliant. And I just love that I have this little reminder. And then I just paired it with two other bracelets that other sisters have given me. This is a rose quartz. And um, I can't remember what this one is. How late? I think. I think that's everything. So I'm excited because I wanted to practice in here in my group. And I'm going to turn this into, I feel like I'm ready. I'm going to turn this into a podcast episode. And like I said, when I've been connecting in with the energy and archetype ascended master Yeshua, I've just been getting this, like, just share, just be yourself, be honest. Like the world just needs more of this. The world just needs more honesty and integrity. And, you know, it's like, just be the Christ consciousness, like just be the white light, just be the light worker that you are, just be yourself, be in your fullest expression. And even though there might be fear, or even though there might be like, Ooh, you know, you might ruffle some feathers or you might not be for everyone. Like I'm really here for the people who stay. I'm really here for the people who are committed to walking with an open heart and, you know, like letting us all just be in our fullest expression. And like, I don't care what you believe in. What I care is that you believe. <laughs> I don't care what you feel. What I care is that you do feel. I don't care what you know. What I care is like that you like feel it and you believe it and you trust it and you share it. You know, like 
what is it that you have within you that I can learn from that another being can learn from, but yet wait, we're so afraid. We're so afraid to not belong, which I understand it's such a deep wound, right? It's like, oh, if I express this, then this person's going to shame me or judge me or persecute me. Right. And I'm like, ah, I belong to myself. Huh. I belong to myself. Right. And that is my protection. Like, this is why I'm like, I understand why I kept getting guidance. Like there's no like needs or boundaries. Like I don't need anything from you. And I also don't need boundaries. I'm discerning because I know who I am and I radiate that out. And so nothing can penetrate me when I'm just in this space of full self-expression and trust and groundedness and innate power, right? Like that's the world that I am co-creating. Ah, wow. I'm so impressed. So many of you sticked around, sticked around, stuck around for this. And, um, you know, I'm just like in total surrender right now and just in a lot of spaciousness and, you know, allowing, right. It's like, I had all these impulses to share this with people and it took right. This company reaching out and me committing to sharing their message because I believe in what they're doing and what they stand for. And that was the sign from the universe that I was ready to share it, right? Like I didn't judge myself for not feeling ready and feeling like, feel scary to like really share myself vulnerably, right? But it was like, oh, it's time. And I can feel in my body that it feels like it's time. And that's how this works, right? Like, yeah, we get to feel, we get to be in our emotions. We get to have fear. We get to be in all of that stuff. So that we can come from this new place of awareness of up-leveled consciousness and show people like, if you leave this group, it's because I'm evolving and I trust that, right? <laughs> and if you stay and you're, and you're, and you're vibing and you're tracking, right? Like, great. I don't know what's to come, but what I'm committed to is being in my, like my highest integrity moving forward. And really slowing down and moving from that space. So I'll drop the links below and I'm excited to turn this into a podcast episode and would love to know what's opening up for you and would love to hear like, how do you pray? Right? How do you connect with, with God? Like, what are the words that you use for, you know, that divinity within you? Yeah, I would love to know. Right. And I think if we all can just share in the comments, like, how do we pray? How do we connect in? What do we do to feel our feelings? What, how do we know when we're connected to source? Right. How do we know when we're connected to our intuition? Where do we feel it in our bodies? All of that. Like, can we all just learn from each other? I love you. I love you. I love you. Hope you're having a beautiful day. And I cannot wait to hear what opens up. Bye for now. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. 
you can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you, so I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast and reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings.